in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the top 10, I am John Roca. And I am Matt Nost. This is a show that we do each and every week for our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And uh, they were voted by Patreon as the most beautiful group of fans. Yeah. <laughs> the entire surprised. website. I was surprised that the vote had happened already. Uh, but not surprised that the fans won as the most beautiful group of fans uh, uh, on Patreon. Yeah, yeah, it went, it flew under our radar. I don't yes. even know if our people voted for it, which I don't think they would because they're classy on yes, top of being beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, but it ran away with it. It wasn't even close. They just started doing side by side comparisons of photos, like Pepsi Challenge. Yeah. Eh, 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 eh. Crushed. Crushed. Perfect. It was. It was amazing. I'm glad I didn't see it because I think I would have come on my pants just seeing oh, how beautiful yikes, okay. our people are. I'd be like, oh, my God, he's a fan, too. Dear God, Dear I am God. at full mast right now. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, yeah, this is a show we do for them. They send in whatever topics, questions they'd like us to answer, and we just answer them as they come in. It's true. It's true. Uh, so I'll kick us off here with a. Uh... Uh, uh, this is from Robert Haley, Bobo, um, saying, uh, hello, John and Matt. I'm still smoldering from that roast delivered a few weeks ago, but it's just one more thing for me to overcome in my apparently hard scrabble life. I think, uh, the Tennessee Titans thing, we kind of went off on, uh, inspired by previous submissions. It's bracket time again. Woo. This time is action movies with the best of the eighties. Take it on the best of the 90s. I'm sure you'll take issue with the seedings, but that's par for the course at this point. Without further ado, um, so he sends us two decades, 10 movies in each decade, Matt. So I'm assuming uh, one takes on eight. Oh, so here, here we go. Here's the here's the bracket for anybody who wants to play along. Die Hard number one. Um, Aliens number... Oh, sorry, sorry. Die Hard takes on the eighth seed. The eighth seed is Police Story, the Jackie Chan film, mm-hmm. uh, which is ridiculous. Shouldn't even be in the consideration here. Uh, Lethal Weapon uh, and Beverly Hills Cop are the four or five. Lethal Weapon being four, Beverly Hills Cop being five. Raiders of the Lost Ark or Last Crusade. Uh, he's given us the option. Uh, versus Top Gun in the sixth seed. How the fuck you put Top Gun in the sixth seed is beyond me. I'm and I don't know how, why you think it's an action movie, but okay. Um, and Aliens in the two seed taking on Mad Max road warrior so an interesting combo of um eight uh movies here matt where where do you fall on this one where, what's your feelings on this one what are we gonna do the winner of 80s versus the winner of 90s Ooh, I think the overall yeah a super bowl of action movies between the 80s and 90s i like that idea okay um top gun isn't an action movie too no not an action movie it's really a- they're Jet fighters and explosions, dogfights. The- yeah, but that's... Actually, to me, implies 
action. Like you're on the ground doing stuff, fighting, you know, but things of that nature. Silhouetted action galore. Fighting in the sky. I don't know if I consider it an action movie, but, you know, these are Robbo's lists, so I I will concede that point. Um, It's not the first category that comes to mind when I think of Top Gun. Drama, war movie. Drama. um, That's a stretch. (laughs) How dare you? Drama? Okay. That is not the first genre affiliation you throw with that. If that's the case, then it should have been nominated for an Oscar, and there was never any fucking chance of that. Uh, Yeah, I'd love to see the blurbs from that year. Not one did they say the best drama of the year. It was like summer blockbuster action film, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Are you looking it up? I'm looking it up right now. See how Wikipedia describes it. No, American action drama. Well, drama is in there. Uh, Action. Action. All right, fine. It's an action. Fine. Although technically in that instance, action is modifying drama. So drama is the main of that. Yes. Action is is the. So it is drama. The descriptor. Technically, although I still. Anybody can edit Wikipedia. I still find that one to be. What's IMDb say? Where where where's IMDb falling on this? Do they list where it would be? I th- I think so. Hold on. First of all, it's well. ridiculous that it's a six point nine on IMDb. That is it sounds about right. Crime, goddamn. It sounds crime. about right. But um, is Top Gun Maverick better? Yes, by a model, oh, actually. Both action and drama are listed on IMDb for Top Gun. All right, fine. It's an action film. Fine, fine. It's an action film. All right. Fine. Uh, okay. So anyway, it's yes. Die Hard versus Police Story. Yes. Lethal Weapon versus Beverly Hills Cop. Raiders yes. versus Top Gun. <sighs> Aliens versus Mad Max Road Warrior. This is clearly bias against Top Gun. Put it up against Raiders. Um. So clearly, Die Hard for me sure takes out Police Story. Not even a question. Lethal Weapon does best Beverly Hills Cop for me. I agree. Uh, Raiders over Top Gun. You can't deny that. I agree. Or, or Crusade, whatever we want to use. I'll take Raiders. Oh. That's what he wrote down. Okay. And Aliens, Roadmap, Mad Max. Uh, I mean, Ma- Aliens is a better film, even though Mad Max, I can quote it from beginning to end. Aliens is the better film. So I have to concede chalk across the board on this whole thing. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. Okay. Every higher seed wins in that. The four or five is the toughest matchup of Lethal Weapon and Beverly Hills Cop. I agree. But I'll still take yeah. Lethal Weapon uh, of the two of them. All right. So now we got Die Hard, Die Hard versus Lethal Weapon Oof. and Raiders versus Aliens. Oof, that's a hell of a final four, man. Um, I'm going to take Die Hard over Lethal Weapon. I, I have to. God, that one's fucking tough that is t- i mean it's tough because gibson is so fucking great in that movie in lethal weapon um yeah and he's so combustible but die hard changed the genre die hard is what everybody refers to when they talk about the greatest action movie ever i mean the dialogue the connections with characters it's not a short movie uh, and it's one guy overcoming the odds, and it, and it features an iconic main villain. And although Mr. Joshua is 
He's uh, good, but he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's no Hans Gruber. Band. Yeah, he's no Hans Gruber. And even Hans has Alexander Gudinov. So to me, Gudinov and Mr. Joshua kind of cancel each other out. So the dude from Dharma and Greg is not going to overcome Hans Gruber in my mind. Um, and you have a wife in in Holly Gennaro, and you have a black best friend in Reginald Bell. Well, a black companion in the situation in Reginald Bell Johnson. So I just think Die Hard overall takes it, but just barely. I mean, this is like Patriots Chiefs and I mean uh, Chiefs uh, Bills in the playoffs last year. This is basically what this is. I mean the the villain. It's no question. Hans Gruber is miles better. Whereas the duo in Lethal Weapon to me probably edges out because there's two of them. They have a great chemistry between yeah. the two. True, I true. like the backstory that Mel has for uh, for Riggs. Yeah, with his wife and everything. Yeah, yeah, and being unhinged. And you do believe yeah. he's suicidal? Yeah, uh, fully. Fuck, that's a tough one. It is All tough. Right, what about Raiders versus Aliens? This one's easy for me. Okay, go ahead. Raiders. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I love Aliens, but comparing the two, which is like Raiders is a complete movie to me, whereas Aliens is a shitload of fun. There's a few characters that I think you could cleave off and it makes no difference in the story whatsoever, whereas Raiders, I don't feel that way. Uh, like you could interchange quite a few people in aliens, and I don't think it makes a lick of difference. So long as you got Sigourney Weaver, yeah. uh, Michael Bean, uh, Paxson, and probably Paul Reiser. Yeah. But then outside of that, I think all the rest of the Marines, you could put anybody you wanted to in there. Although crazy. Lance Kendrick is pretty, pretty fantastic as well. I mean, this is Spielberg versus Cameron, man. Yeah. This I'll take Spielbago. <laughs> Spielbago. Um, this is tough. I got to say, this is tough. I didn't think it'd be tough, and it's tough for me, actually. Tougher than Die Hard Lethal Weapon, to be fair. Um, because I know Raiders is a good movie. But Aliens, I mean, I recently watched it again. It's a, well, you know what? No, you're right. Raiders, fine. Raiders. Uh, I'll go with Raiders simply because, yeah, I'll go with Raiders. Ugh, I don't want, uh, yeah, I got to go with Raiders. But Raiders versus Die Hard, to me. Yeah, I, I haven't given an answer yet on that first oh, one. Okay, fine. Well, for me, there's no contest, and I give it to Die Hard. It, it went, Die Hard went chalk through the 80s for me. If you give it to Lethal Weapon, it's because you want Raiders to win. There, there's an ulterior motive here. Well, if it was Last Crusade, I, this would already be done. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I think I agree with you. Die Hard might just slightly edge Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Raiders is a no-brainer. So now it's Raiders versus Die Hard. Once again, if this was Last Crusade, it would already have won for me. Right. Right. I, I think I still take Raiders. Over Die Hard. Yeah, I think wow. so. Wow. Wow. Indy's right. my, probably my favorite character in movies. Okay. So. Okay. I mean, I love me some John McClane, but. All right. So you got Die Hard. I'll take Raiders. Okay. Sounds good. All I, right. So we'll, we'll jump into the 90s. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry. Were you going to say one more thing, Matt? I was like, I have a feeling this one's going to be chalk as well for this opening okay. round. 90s. Here we go. Uh, the one, eight, one versus eight is the Matrix in the number one seed. Blade in the number eight seed. What? 
the four five matchup is Heat at number four. Have you seen Heat, Matt? At number mm-hmm. five, the Fugitive. Uh, three six matchup is Point Break at number three. The fact you put Point Break above Blade makes me question your brain capacity, Robert Haley. But uh, Point Break and Speed is at six. Um, T two Judgment Day is at two. And John Woo's Hard Boiled is at seven. So clearly Robert has an affinity for Asian action films in these yeah. decades, which I appreciate. It's good to have one in there. So I respect that because there was some great content um, during that time. All right. So, yeah, I have to take Matrix over Blade, but I do argue that the Blade at eight is ridiculous. That's a ridiculous seating for a, for, for Blade. Um, also, if you accept Point Break at three, that means you're saying Point Break is better than Heat. The Fugitive, Speed, Hardboiled, and Blade. And I've never heard uh, something so ridiculous in my life. Um, but uh, w- I guess Heat, The Fugitive, I have to go with Heat. So for me, uh, in the top bracket, Matt, it's The Matrix over Blade and Heat over The Fugitive. Yeah, I agree. I Okay. I think it's chalk for all the top seeds for me. Point Break over Speed, huh? Yep. I'm going to say that's my upset. I'm going to take speed over point break. I don't like point break the way other people do. I just don't. Um, but it's a good movie, but I think Keanu is much better in speed. Um, yeah. Well, much better is a stretch. I think the, <laughs> the care, well, he's, he's the sole focus in speed him. So maybe, Keanu, I mean, as the Keanu, poor Keanu <laughs> sole protagonist, he's sharing screen time a, a little bit more equally in point break. All right. Um, but yeah, now I'll take point break. You got speed yeah. T2 versus hard boiled. What are you taking? <sighs> hard boiled's not the best of John Woo from that time. If you had put the killer in here, it would have been no contest, but you put hard boiled, which has some problems. So I will take judgment day, even though I think Edward Furlong is irritating as fuck in the movie, which is why I had no problem when they made the decision that they made in the last Terminator film, I was like, good, get rid of that. Uh, so um, I guess I'll have to go Judgment Day there. All right. So then you got Matrix versus Heat. Fuck. And then me, it's Point Break versus T2. You, it's Speed versus T2. Yeah. I mean, Point Break's not even in my top 20 action films from the 90s, but whatever. Um. So it's easy for me. T two over. Yep. Speed. That's not a question. Yep. T two over Point Break for me. Easy. That one was simple. Yeah. There's another one four. Like this is fucking tough. Oh, this is. I mean, but once again, a film that people love versus a film that changed the genre. Do you know what I'm saying? Just like we had in the 80s, and The Matrix changed everything. It did, but I think the resulting sequels outside of the Animatrix yeah. have hurt my perception of the franchise as a whole. I still love the original. I still think it's fantastic, and mm. it stands alone. And uh, if you want to say that the series ended there and you didn't see any of the others, I can respect that uh, yeah. just because I think you're wasting a lot of your time. There's some cool visuals and stuff and some interesting story elements, but it's ultimately unfulfilling. Yeah. Um and upsetting a little bit. So I, I think I'm taking heat. Fuck. This is tough. 
It's tough because, I mean, you've got those Pacino making out scenes in Heat, which are terrible. But it's such a badass movie. And the and the the shootout. Oh, and by the way, if anybody hasn't seen that one shot series on HBO Max, there's a great 20 minute one with um, Michael Mann talking about how he shot that scene, the shootout in the streets, which is fantastic at the bank and everything. It's incredible breakdown of the of the. So I highly recommend it if you're a cinephile or fan of how they construct these sequences. Um, all right, I'm gonna go Heat as well. And then I go, no question at all, Heat over uh, over Terminator 2 for me. No question at all. Okay, I'm taking T2 over Heat. Okay, all right. So now you've got Die Hard versus Heat, and I've got Raiders versus Terminator 2. And I, th- I think I'm going uh, Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to have to take... Die hard over 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 heat. I think there are just some story elements near the end for heat for me that seem a bit I don't know, weird. Um, I would say. So yeah. Yeah, I'd All have right. to go die hard. I think it's a it's a more complete story without issues story issues that i think heat has in the back half of the movie so i'll have to go with die hard um all right so die hard is john's winner yeah and uh raiders of the lost ark is is my winner but that was that's good that was good yeah that was very good i agree with the you know the preponderance of the rankings i wasn't as outraged as john was (laughs) There have been other times where it's just like, I don't know how in the world this is so low, where if you want to tell me Blade is better than a few of those movies, sure. The Fugitive yes. being a five seed seems a little high to me. Actually. High for the yes. Fugitive? Really? It's wow. a good movie. Is it a Pantheon action film that should be in this list? No right. fucking chance. Okay. For, you know, best of that decade? No yeah. fucking chance. For me, at least. Uh, like there are other films from the decade that easily surpass it as far as action films. Yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm looking right now. He left Top off the sticks. No problem with that. He left off Enemy of the State. Left off Air. I, would you take Air Force One over uh, Fugitive? It's more of an action film. Gotcha. We're just talking straight action film. The Rock wasn't in in this. Yeah, I'd take The Rock definitely over. The first Mission Impossible wasn't in this. Sure, that's more of an action film. Uh, Bad Boys. Sure. I mean, they are. They're just action. Their their first yeah. design was we're gonna blow some shit up. Whereas yeah. Fugitive, it's like we got to find the one armed man. Yeah. Spoilers. Under siege. Under siege. Yep. The Femme Nikita, which is a fantastic one. Yep. Like we we could do this all day. There, are, I know you're right. We could. There are probably another forty that are, to me are action first, and then the other things secondary. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even put Point Break. Oh well, is that Point Break? Yeah, Point Break wouldn't wouldn't have even qualified. Like I said, it's not even the top twenty twenty five of of action films in my opinion from the nineties. Con Air, for fuck's sake, is better than Point Break. Jesus Christ! No, it's not. Oh, come on, come on. It's not. There's Con no Air is 
cheesy as fuck. There's no scene where Keanu Reeves is rolling over screaming as he's unloading his weapon into the sky. No, no, no. We just have Nick Cage doing a terrible accent. We have caricature prisoners all over the place. Nick Cage knew what the assignment was, and he completed the assignment, goddammit. What, to have the rattiest mullet of all time and just give me your worst Southern accent. Exactly. Go, go to a dialect coach and then tell them, you know what? I actually know how to do this better than you and just create your own. It's, it's not good. And we're both Nick Cage fans. It's true. We are. We are. That is not. It's one that everybody holds up as a great action film. And I think that thing is a turd. <laughs> how dare you? It is. No way. It's so much fun great all those actors are having a blast they're having a blast it shows they they set out to make a movie that is just designed to be a throwaway fun summer film it's not meant to be held up as one of the greatest action films of all time and it's just right. not i didn't say that of all time but so it doesn't take itself seriously okay. enough and it shouldn't <laughs> it shouldn't exactly um all right well thanks to uh uh robert Bob O'Haley for that. Um, we have another bracket of the next man. We should skip. Why don't we skip that one yeah. and we'll do that one next week? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, we'll skip that one. Um, all right. Ooh. So thank you, Bob. Oh, this one comes from Matthew Simmons. Okay. He says, Hey guys, when the ballad of Buster Scruggs was originally announced, it was billed as a TV miniseries. Mm-hmm. At some point in development, they changed the format to an anthology film. My question is is do you think re- releasing the film as a six-episode miniseries would have improved or worsened its impact? Additionally, are there any other movies you think would have made better miniseries or any mi- miniseries that would have been better if condensed into a movie? Thanks, as always, mm. Matt Simmons. Oof, good question. Um. I don't know because I mean with Ballad of Buster Scruggs, that's just that's just a bunch of you know short story westerns, and it does have an overall storyline or thread. Um, and I think it could have worked as separate episodes for sure. I don't think I would it would have had an issue with it. Um, but I also think the way it was constructed was constructed on purpose to be released together, right? Uh, it was going to be a miniseries, and then they changed it to an anthology film, as he, as Matt points out. But I think the miniseries idea was kind of early on in the process. And, that, mm-hmm. and, and by the time they actually started shooting, I think they understood they were making an anthology film. So things would have been adjusted. So if I would say this, if it was going to be a miniseries – that would have been great because you could have had more time with these stories to flesh them out just a little bit more. Cause I don't think Buster Scruggs is that good of a film. Uh, to be honest with you, I think there are just some story elements that are missing in almost each one of these that okay. hard for me to hundred percent love it. So I think you could have had time to flesh those out a few more minutes, each episode to flesh those out a little bit more, uh, which I think would have landed with a little bit more of an impact. So yes, I would have liked to have seen it been a mini series, over an anthology film, I think I would vote for that more um, and would have improved its impact, I imagine. But I also think it wouldn't have been that big of an improvement because it's the Coen brothers in a Western, man. You're, it's There's no way that's going to be a blow-up thing where people are like, oh my God, I've got to see it. You know, Westerns are tough to sell. Uh, Coen brothers are also tough to sell sometimes, even though amongst the film 
bubble people, we love them. Uh, their films don't necessarily make an insane amount of money. So true. Yeah. But they also don't make huge crowd, please. Exactly. You know, big spectacle type films, which garner the most box office. Right. Um, I also think had it been released just a couple of years later, it probably would have gone to television miniseries. Oh yeah. Just the available, you know, post pandemic where there was the push to now we release things on streaming and eventually discussion of HBO max coming in and be like, we can release this like once a week and make it event television for six weeks. I think Uh, you make a great point, man. I mean, it came out 2018. If it comes out in 2020, Perhaps it's complete different reaction to that film. Yeah, we're all starved for some sort of entertainment in a weekly thing like this. From the Coens, it would have been extra yeah. special. Yes. Uh, yeah, as a film, it's more fun as opposed to as television. I don't know. You could have had more people dive into it. Yeah. Um, you just look at it through a different prism. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it possibly. Oops. Uh, could have worked a little bit. It would have been slightly more successful as a television show. Yeah. So the other part of this was, are there any movies you think would have made better miniseries or any miniseries that would have been better if condensed into a movie? I, I think Book of Boba Fett absolutely should have been a movie. Um, making it a miniseries just opened it to all kinds of criticism and all kinds of uh, consternation. And I think if you made it a film like they had originally intended a Star Wars story, I think it would have been better received. And also, if you don't have Robert Rodriguez directed and get someone else, I think it would have been way better received uh, than it is now. Um, movies that would make better miniseries. I, I don't know about technically making it better by transitioning huh? into a miniseries. Uh-huh. But one I would choose to be, God, I would love to see the exploration of that would be The Godfather. Oh, yeah. To see more of the, okay, you know, make one and two, right? one long, like that's two seasons of the show, and then you just stretch each one out. So you get like six episodes and six episodes or something. Because it's already, you basically have three episodes in the can. So maybe flesh out a little bit more of when... Uh, Corleone first comes to the U.S. and how he we see a little bit of his rise, mm-hmm. but more of him inching his way up, and more of the Meyer Lansky stuff, yeah, and more of the just the you know to see Fredo actually stab him in the back and twist the knife a little more, yeah, um, and a little bit more with James Khan. Why was he the chosen son to take over? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could he have done it? Were there flashes of this individual being able to potentially lead the family? Or did they all realize, boy, we're going to be in a constant war with this guy? Yeah, that's a great point, Matt, because you could set up the uh, foundation of the tragedy of Sonny, where you see the moments where he has shown that he can take control of a situation or that his instincts have served him well which is why people um, kind of support him being the Don. Mm-hmm. But then we also see other moments where his instincts have let him down. So we as an audience are like, well, which way is he going to go? What's going to happen to him in charge? So when he makes yeah. that decision, because I mean, he dies out of trying to protect his sister. It's not a, it's kind of a noble death. It's not an ignoble death, 
um, he goes there to try to kick the shit out of Carlo again because Carlo is once again beat up his sister. And that scene is just brutal to watch. Uh, and so where he's going, he's stupid in that he runs off. So it adds more to the tragedy of it if you make it a miniseries that you see that his love for his sister, his real care for his family is a strong, powerful drive in this guy. Mm-hmm. So that when they use it to fuck him over, even though he cheats on his wife, even though he's not, you know, he's a criminal, but when he uses it to cheat on his wife, or sorry, 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 to use it to save his sister because it's because of the beating, uh, it's it adds even more of the tragedy to it. It makes him more of an iconic character, I think. Good. I mean, yeah. it, clearly the first two films are untouchable. Yes, but I wouldn't mind spending more time in that world just sure. to get a sense of maybe we get a backstory on some of the other uh, characters that kind of like uh, Clemenza. Right. Why is he a trusted family friend? Right. Well, we get a little backstory with Clemenza and we yeah. get a little of this and we get, you know, a Vagoda's character gets a little bit more time. Yeah. Tess- Tessio gets short shrift throughout the whole series, man. He really does. So that's a great point, Matt, because Tessio's there. At least Clemenza gets a scene with the rug and all of that with the cop. True. True. But Tessio doesn't even get that. Tessio is just there. So what even Jenko gets more if you watch the deleted scenes with the olive oil and shit with the girl and the whole the company. But Tessio should have gotten more and he doesn't so that we can. And he's supposedly the smarter run. Remember the first movie, he says Mm -hmm. it's the smarter move. Tessio is always smarter. We don't really see how smart Tessio is in Godfather, too. So. A miniseries would would give us more time to see how valuable Tessio's intelligence was in the construction of the empire that Corleone builds so that when he dies in one, it's an even more powerful moment or effective moment, I guess. Yeah, I'd like to see how, like, Tom came into the family. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, definitely. How does this outsider become consigliere? Right. And everybody trusts him. But that seems it makes sense in this world construct. Yeah. And, and maybe they develop a kinship, Matt, because Tessio feels like a little bit of an outsider. Mm-hmm. Tom feels like a little bit of an outsider. So there's an easy connection that happens between them through the years. So that when Tessio says to him, Tom, can you get me out of this one more time? He's relying on the years of friendship and connection that they have shared. Um, and Tom can't do it because of the situation that they're in. And Tessie almost respects that Tom can't do it. So, yeah. yeah. So there, yeah, definitely. I mean, the more with the wife too, right? We mama, we do this all day. Exactly. Spending more time in Sicily. I I would love that. See what the family was like in the old country. And then when Michael goes back, maybe there's more of a connection there. (laughs) I can do this all day. This, you know, but I'm not saying it's an improvement because that's what the question is. What would be improved by going to this format? I don't think that's the case. Uh, Because a lot of times if a movie is mediocre, the best I can say is like, there's a good movie in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But in no point do I go, you know, what would really help this is stretching this the fuck out and getting (laughs) eight or ten episodes out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, the Happy Time Murders. I think there's a good movie in there somewhere. 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 I think it's it's a brave and unique and weird idea. Yeah. The final execution is pretty much a miss. It's got its moments, but it's pretty much yeah. a miss. I think there's a good movie in there somewhere. Do I do I think that'll transition to? Fuck no. Yeah. I think Greg the Bunny proved that. <laughs> oh, God, Greg the Bunny. Yeah. This idea only has 
so much in the way of legs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to look at all the Marvel movies. Those have been the most recent miniseries, the, the uh, Marvel ones and the Star Wars Yeah, movies. I don't... It's so weird. The TV shows at this point, I think, are all pretty much fine. To, yeah, they're fine. And the movies are still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. By and large. So it's... I. Like I haven't started Miss Marvel because I know I'm just going to be oh. like meh. <laughs> it's I, good, but I hear you. I yeah, hear you. they've all been. There's only like Loki. I loved. Yeah, yeah, Loki's great. Yeah, and uh, 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 just son of a gun. Um, no. Yeah, WandaVision. I was trying Scarlet Witch. What was her fucking? Yeah, uh, that was good until the final. Although it sets up, you know, uh, right. multiverse of madness. I still found it jarring, but whatever. Yes. Uh, and then outside of that, I think it's been like a bunch of fines to didn't watch because I got bored through the first one. Right, right. I'm looking at you, Hawkeye. How dare you? Such a good show. Uh, it's <sighs> that first episode is so boring. Like the action looks so boring. Like they took the Agents of Shield budget and just applied it over on this side. Like it's, and I've never watched that show. <laughs> I've just seen the trailers. <laughs> But it just doesn't look like we really need to slap Marvel's name on this. That's true. That's true. Ugh. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to wait till the finale, but Kenobi could be in contention in my mind to have been a movie. Because right now, and I don't want to give too much away, obviously no spoilers, but it feels more like they constructed this so they could announce Reva as a character in the Star Wars universe, as opposed to focusing on the Kenobi struggle more and more. Uh, and I wanted just a show with Kenobi and Vader. That's all I wanted is Kenobi. Yeah, that's all we all wanted. Things, and we did. We we. In my opinion, we haven't gotten that. Um, and I would have liked to have seen something a bit more grittier than what we've been got. What we've well, been getting, but we'll see what the ending. The fucking problem though is, yeah, like Taika coming out and saying, "I'm going to make a Star Wars film that has nothing to do with characters you know," so yeah. it sets the proper expectations. Whereas. If Disney's left to its own devices, they'll yeah. just say, hey, it's a property you already know. And then they don't do what you would hope they would do with it. Yeah. So at least with Taika's upcoming, like, okay, I know it's going to be a deviation. I'm fine with that. I'm prepared for it. Whereas they announce Obi-Wan and we're bringing back Hayden and it's going to be Darth. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, so this final episode better be fucking great because this is another like meh to me mm -hmm. so far. Yeah, fair enough. Like the, yeah, it's it's fine. There are moments every once again we're like that was cool, uh, but by and large it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. Okay, well there you go. That's our topic Thunder. Thank you everyone for for watching uh, or listening to this episode of Topic Thunder. We appreciate it madly. Thank you to Matthew Simmons. Thank you to Bob O'Haley for the uh, questions. Uh, and we'll have more to go. And please keep sending them in. Send in your uh, stream. Uh, sorry, send in your questions thoughts and comments because we're at uh, we're hitting that point where we're uh, getting into the single digit so send them in so we have more stuff to talk about more stuff to answer as we go along um anything else we have to tell them Matt? you can follow the show at top 10 show on twitter and on instagram and youtube is forward slash the top 10 podcast with the number 10 and you can follow me anywhere at matt nost and you can follow me at the roca says all right y'all take care of yourselves be well and we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Ooh.